When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1713, Forming a Healthy Habit Starts from Within, by Kate Britt with tinybuddha.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Sunday bonus edition of ORD with me, your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Great to have you here today as we share another episode that was originally aired on one of the other shows in our network. This week, it's coming from Optimal Health Daily though the subject of the article, which is how to start forming healthy habits, really applies to anyone, needless to say. So I hope you enjoy this one, and here is Dr. Neil to take it away as we optimize your life. Forming a Healthy Habit Starts from Within by Kate Britt with tinybuddha.com Quote, The outer conditions of a person's life will always be found to reflect their inner beliefs. James Allen. I recently participated in a 21-day online fitness support group. I needed some external motivation to help reestablish a daily habit of fitness activity. My lazy butt was so reluctant to start this. Nevertheless, by the last day of the challenge, I was enthusiastically back into the habit. We've all heard that it takes three weeks of daily repetition to form a habit, so my success may not surprise you. What surprised me was why I ultimately met my goal. It turned out that nothing about my success was about the physical aspects of daily exercise. When I retired a few years ago, somehow that translated into retiring from regular fitness activity. Retirement meant I could rejoice in not having to do anything. No expectations, no shoulds. Just do what I want to do every minute of every day. We're constantly told we, quote-unquote, should exercise 30 minutes daily or three times a week or 10,000 steps a day or blah, blah, blah. Yes, but I also have a lifetime resolution to eliminate shoulds. My attitude toward exercise had become resistance-based because of all the should advice. I'd given myself permission to avoid it. Hey, I'm in charge of my own body, right? But now, a few years later, my body has begun to show the deterioration symptoms of being ruled by my retired lazy butt. I needed to put a stop to that. I decided I should exercise. Gradually, this 21-day fitness commitment reminded me that my lazy butt is a mental state, not a state of butt. First, I realized how easily I've been letting anything, whatever, thwart my exercise plans. Any excuse was a good one. Grocery shopping to do? Well then, I certainly can't fit in that aqua fit class. Rain? Yay, I don't have to go for that walk. By the end of the first week, the long-forgotten physical benefits of exercising began to show up, 
in spite of my daily resistance. Reminding myself about these benefits had been the whole point of my making this 21-day commitment. Then one day, with my key motivation still being the obligation to report in to my online exercise buddies, I went to an aqua fit class, eagerly. I had the best class. It was fun. I put out more energy than usual. Magically, I didn't feel any of the usual achy aftermath. Instead, I was refreshed, energetic, and buzzed all day. A light bulb went on. My attitude was what had been holding me back from enjoying fitness activity. My retired self had decided that exercise was an externally imposed should, and therefore something to avoid. This headspace had made me feel completely grumpy every time I thought about doing a workout. There was more I had yet to learn about myself and exercise, something more spiritual. Since Louise Hay published You Can Heal Your Life in 1984, I've used her ideas about the mind-body connection to help heal my body. Whenever there's anything untoward going on with my body, I explore possible non-physical causes. During this 21-day challenge, my sciatic hip pain began telling me to stop all this walking and working out. Louise wrote, quote, the hip carries the body in perfect balance. Major thrust in moving forward. End quote. Aha, it made sense. My hip was certainly showing its resistance to moving forward into a lifetime of daily exercise. Rather than cutting back on my workouts, I began saying Luis's suggested hip affirmation to myself during all exercise. Quote, hip, hip, hooray, there is joy in every day. End quote. I said the affirmation instead of complaining about the pain or giving into my lazy butt attitude. It seemed to be speeding up the healing. The mind and the body are so very connected. Then, in week two, I hit another wall. It was the inevitable lazy butt's last stand. It was the wall of, what was I thinking? I really don't want to do all this exercise. I spent all morning sitting at my computer, resisting activity. It certainly hadn't yet become a habit. My intellectual appreciation of the positive effects of regular exercise hadn't become any kind of emotional or physical enthusiasm. However, I knew I had to report my day's exercise to the group. So I pulled out one of my mind manipulation tricks, telling myself, go for just a 10-minute walk today. That gets me going, and then I always end up enjoying the walk and wanting to continue longer. Isn't it funny how we can fool our own minds over and over and over again with the same trick? On that walk, As I chanted, hip, hip, hooray, there is joy in every day, I realized that if I was going to stick with daily fitness, I would absolutely need to put more focus on the benefits to my spirit, joy, energy, and mood. Forget about the body. I needed an attitude workout. And within a few days, this focus led to my next insight. I began to recognize that the most significant benefit I was getting from this daily workout was not physical. It was the huge improvements to my whole outlook on life. I felt lighter, happier, more energetic. I wanted to eat better. I was increasingly more creative, inspired, and had begun planning new art craft projects. I felt more open to making other plans and other new commitments. I was rediscovering the fitness of Kate's inner self. Not just my body, but also my mind, mood, emotions, and spirit had switched over to acceptance rather than resistance. I had let go of the bad energy that comes with resistance. And suddenly, this commitment was less about daily physical activity and more about truly recognizing how much this daily activity influences and improves 
everything internal. My key to success finally became apparent. I was reviving and renewing and reintegrating my mind, my body, my soul, joy, enthusiasm, and energy. What was my biggest obstacle? Me. Me is the person who creates clever excuses, justifications, rationalizations for not getting off her butt. Me is the person who resents the fact that she has to stay fit to stay healthy. Me is the person who often says, just give yourself a break. There's always tomorrow. Me is always trying to sabotage my good intentions about physical fitness. Those 21 days helped me discover my cure for the obstacle called me. The cure was to fall back on what I know absolutely works for me, a focus on the more internal, spiritual aspects of self-improvement. I needed to convince myself that I'm not actually doing those physical fitness shoulds, but instead, I'm using my body to help accomplish a mental, emotional, and spiritual workout. I need to let my spirit, my higher self, be my physical training coach. If the mind is in it, the body will follow. Maybe it is just a mind game, but it works for me. Whenever I need a boost of energy or spirit, I can use my body to help me get there. And now, I'm happy to have a habit of doing this daily, no matter what. I'm looking in the mirror these days and seeing a more radiant, positive person from all of this activity. I'm feeling grateful to myself. Keeping fit is a true gift to self. It's no longer an externally imposed should. And you? How's your mirror looking these days? I'm not talking about size or shape or weight. I'm asking about your radiant, energetic self. Is she or he there in your mirror? You just listened to the post titled, Forming a Healthy Habit Starts from Within by Kate Britt with tinybuddha.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. What Kate described is what psychologists call intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. And researchers actually study this. They like to know, well, what's gonna keep a person going with their new behavior? And they have found that in the short term, external motivation, meaning motivation that comes from outside of you, something like getting paid to do something. They found that that can motivate in the short term. But in order for the behavior to continue, the motivation must eventually come from within. So for Kate, finding something that's more important to her than just the physicality or the looks of being fit, she found something that brings her more joy and more pleasure. That's her intrinsic motivation. That's what keeps her going. And sure enough, That's the trick psychologists have found that helps people stick to their new behaviors. And so by, quote unquote, tricking her mind into enjoying this activity and understanding that it's helping her feel her best, that makes her enjoy it. I always say that in order for you to stick to something, you kinda sorta have to like it. You can't really hate it. And that's what Kate did. She reframed her exercise. She reframed her activity in such a way that it brought joy to her. And I always talk about how I'm honestly no different than many of you. I do like exercise, but believe it or not, I still find excuses 
to not just jump outside and go for that run. In fact, just the other day, I swear, this is what happened. I was in my exercise gear, I was ready to go, but then my mind started coming up with all of these reasons why I couldn't just start my routine that very moment. Oh, I have to send that email I forgot earlier. Oops, I forgot to text this person back. Ooh, you know what? I could drink a little bit more water first. No joke, this is exactly what happened. And this is me. This is somebody who's supposed to be really motivated and supposed to be doing these things because it's what I talk about all the time. But there are those times when my mind simply isn't ready to do the work. Maybe my body wasn't and that's what it was telling my mind. I don't know. And so what I had to do was similar to what Kate mentioned. I had to reframe it and say, you know what? You know you're gonna feel horrible all day if you don't get this workout in. So let's just do it. Let's just knock it out. And I did. And you know what? I did feel better. And so again, if you have to reframe it, if you have to trick yourself into doing it, but you get it done, that's okay. But over time, think about how if physical activity is something you struggle with, or maybe it's eating the right foods, think about how it's gonna make you feel. Reframe it so that you think about it in a way that it's not something you should be doing, but rather this is something that you're gonna thank yourself for later on. Now, before I go really quickly, Remember, you can hear more from Tiny Buddha being narrated on a few of our other shows because they cover a wide range of topics. So to subscribe to our other podcasts, just search for Optimal Living Daily. All right, I hope you have a great start to your week. I'll be back here tomorrow with a post from another more rare author for this show, but I promise you're gonna love it where your optimal life awaits.